0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center Podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Let's get into the word. Proverbs 22, 3. And I got my, my kids here. They wanted to skip kids church. They're, they want to be here with me. So uh, they'll tell me, dad, you're taking too long. So let's stand with me. We're gonna. We're going to open up God's word today to Proverbs chapter 22, 3. And it reads, when a wise person sees, everybody say sees, sees danger ahead, he avoids it. But a foolish person keeps going and gets in trouble. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Let your word bring us to another level today holy spirit thank you that you are the spirit of wisdom and revelation let this place explode with revelation today in jesus name we pray amen you may be seated and my kids where's your notepad you got to take notes you gotta write this down there you go what about you nate no (laughs) i'm just having fun Just having fun all right I'm going to show you a couple pictures here. Um, and I want you, to, you can talk back to me here. What, what, what do you see here? I didn't, I didn't draw that. You see a rabbit? A duck. How many see a rabbit? You see a rabbit? How many see a bird? What's well, both. So you're both right. right. You're both right. Let's go on to the next one. How many, uh, how many legs do you see there? Huh? Seven? Six? Five? Four? Five? Everybody sees something different, but there's really just four legs there. It's just the way you see it. Let's go on to the next one. What do you see there? lady looking away. An old lady smiling. Anybody see an old lady there? You see it? So how many ladies are there? There's two ladies, right? A snail. Where's that at? I don't know. Yeah, that's a hat. That's, that's, the, that's a hat. There's no snail, but there are two ladies there. You know, how you see is greater than what you see. How you see, we all saw the same thing, but we didn't all see it the same way. I'm going to talk to you today about your perspective. Because Proverbs 22:3. 3, I'll read it again. When a wise person, what? Sees. What does he see? Danger ahead. He avoids it. But a foolish person keeps going and gets into what? Trouble. Both see the what? The same thing. Both of them are are in the same situation, but they have a different perspective. And because they have a different perspective, they have a different experience. You ever realize that two people can see the same thing? It was a perfect example with the photos. Two people can see the same thing, can be in the same situation, but have a totally different experience. Two people can can look at the same thing and and have a different conclusion. My kids are are here today, and they're not going to like this. That's why they should be in children's church when I use them as examples. But I think the Lord gave me kids sometimes so I could have sermon stories too, you know, just... (laughs) But my kids and I, but they're great. We we love them. We love them. But my kids' interpretation of clean or their perspective of clean is totally different than my wife's and I. Hers is probably on a different level than than mine, you know. But for the most part, when I tell them to go and and to clean their room, how many parents, you're going to know what I'm talking about here. Tell them, go clean that room. They'll go clean that room. And they'll say, Dad, we're all done. I put them on a timer. Put them on a timer. And they'll say, Dad, it's all, it's all clean now. And I said, am I going to be proud when I walk in there? Oh, yeah, Dad, you're going to be proud. I walk in there, and I'm like, this is not clean. <laughs> well, that's clean, Dad. Look at, look at this. Look at that. bookshelves all messed up. There's wrappers and, and stuff like that. So I'll leave the room. And I'll come back. I said, I want, I'll give you 20 more minutes, and I want this room clean. It really doesn't matter how much they clean because we don't see things the same way, and their, their idea of clean is not my idea of clean. Two people can look at the same thing and look at it from a totally different perspective. You ever realize that that you know p- people can be in service, some people leave blessed? The other people leave bored, right? It's all a matter of perspective. And perspective is so important because how you see will determine your future. The wise person, according to Proverbs 22, 3, what did the wise person do? He saw danger and he avoided it. But the the foolish person kept going and he ended up into trouble. So the future of the foolish person ends up in trouble, but he ends up in trouble because of what he saw. One thing that I've realized being a a pastor is you can give people advice. You can give them facts. You can even give them scripture, but unless they see it a different way, they're not going to change. I don't know how many talks. Yeah, that's right. You can clap with that because you know somebody like that. I don't know how many talks I've had with people, and I will sit there for hours, lengthy conversations, good conversations, got scripture, got facts. I mean, if you, you're going to counsel with me, you might have a slideshow and everything. I'm telling you, I'm going to go to town with that thing. But unless people see it from a different perspective, they're just not going to change. And they'll still end up in getting the wrong result in their life. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what the facts are. They will still go and do the same thing. Why? Because they refuse to see it from another perspective. How you will see, how you see will determine your future. People want different outcomes in life. They just don't want a different perspective. People want things to change in their life. They want God to change their situation. The problem is we don't want to change the way that we look at it. You remember the story of the, the children of Israel? What, what, uh, in Numbers chapter 13, when, when Moses sends out 12 spies, 12 spies go out to, to spy out the, the promised land. Remember, they, they left Egypt. You guys remember that? Just give me a nod if you remember that, so I don't have to go there. Cause I'm hungry, you know. I'm hungry. I don't want to drag this out longer. So even if if just nod your head, just, even if you don't understand it, you know, we'll, we'll all be happy. Numbers chapter thirteen. He's like, I'm ready to go now, brother. Numbers chapter thirteen. God's the uh, or Moses sends the the twelve spies out to to check out the land. Twelve. Ten of the spies uh, have a different conclusion than two of the spies. All 12 of the spies look at the land and they see that it's what? That it's good. But they all see what? Giants. All of them see giants. All 12 of them. Ten of them see defeat before they even stepped into the land. Two of them see victory. Same situation, different perspective. Same situation, different outlook. And what's interesting that happens is that God had already promised them the land. If you look in the word and you look in what God was saying to them before this situation, God is saying, I have already given you the land. He didn't say, I'm giving you the land. He's saying, I've already given it to you. The problem was it was occupied by a problem. Now, there, there was no problem in God's eyes with the giants, because if God says he's already given you something, then he's given you something. There is no problem. So you need to understand that the facts of life, the facts of, of, of your life may not match up with heaven's facts. You God will give you a promise, but you still have to have The right perspective. And the problem with the the ten spies is. The problem wasn't the problem. The problem was the way they saw it. Your perspective can be a bigger problem than your problem. What they saw. The way they saw the problem. Was the problem. And your problem today may be how you see. More than what you see. More than what you're seeing right now in your life. That may not be the problem. You may be in some tough situations right now. You may be in a situation where you've got some obstacles. You have some giants in your life. You've got some situations. You need a breakthrough in your life. But your problem is not the problem. Your problem is your conclusion. Your problem is is, is the way that you see the problem. That is the determining factor. What happens in that situation? God can give you a promise. But you choose your perspective. You know what's interesting is that the 10 spies that came back with a bad report. And the older generation that believed them. The older generation. I'm glad I'm not old. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm getting there, man. Getting there. The older generation did not get into The promise. Now, did it belong to them? Yes, it was theirs. God said it, but they did not enter into it. They were out of bondage. They were out of bondage. Egypt represents the what? The world. It represents sin. So God took them out of bondage. God took them out of the world. They were out of bondage, but they were still out of perspective with God. This is the challenge that we have today, is that we get saved, but our perspective still needs to change. And you know what's interesting is, is only Joshua and Caleb and the younger generation are the ones that enter into to the promise. Why? Because God needed the old perspective to die first. You cannot go into a new level with an old perspective. And we are wanting God to do things in our life, but our perspective hasn't changed. We want God to bring us into a new season, but our perspective hasn't changed. And we're holding on to an old way of thinking. We're holding on to an old mentality. And God wants to take you into new things. But you cannot, you cannot go into those places with an old perspective. The old perspective has to die. So God waited 40 years for the old perspective to die. God doesn't care how long it takes, folks. He'll wait for the right perspective in your life. All we do when we refuse to change the way that we think is we delay the promise in our life. And God is saying, I can't take you into this new level. I can't take you here, even though it belongs to you. I can't take you into this until you change the way that you see it, until you see things the way that I see them. The old perspective had to die. How you see will determine what you see. If you can change your perspective, you can change your life. Tell that to the person next to you. If you can change your perspective, you can change your life. Why? Because your perception. Your perception will either be a prison Or a passport. Your your perception, your perspective will either restrict you or release you. Your perspective is so powerful that it has to be renewed. Look at what Romans 12.2 says. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by what? By the renewing of your what? Your mind. Your mind is where your perceptions are formed. And this is the problem in our life is we we get saved, but we don't change our perception. We're out of bondage, but we're still out of perspective with God. And the only one that can renew your mind is you as you get into God's word. That's the only way. Nobody can change your perspective unless you get into God's word. So God wants you, your mind to think like he does, because faith is a perspective. Faith is the perspective of heaven. Do you realize that? Faith is the perspective. When we have faith, godly faith, we are living with the perspective of heaven. But do you realize that unbelief is also a perspective? You realize that unbelief is, and doubt are not the same thing? How many of you struggle with doubt? Anybody struggle with doubt? I struggle with doubt at times. The rest of you guys, wow, you are on another level. God bless you. I should get off the stage right now and let you pray. <laughs> we all deal with doubt. We all deal with a measure of doubt at times. But doubt is about uncertainty. Doubt is, is more about not being totally sure. You're, you, you, you're in, but you're, you're kind of not. You're, you're struggling with an idea. You, we deal with doubts. Unbelief is the refusal is refusing to see things God's way. God is more offended by unbelief than he is by doubt. Because unbelief is not, it, it rejects the perspective of heaven. So somebody can be up here and preaching about a subject that you need to change in. And you can either look at it with faith and receive it, or you can look at it with unbelief and say, well, that don't apply to me. Oh, they're, they're talking about money today? Well, this is my money. So I'm not giving my money to the church. Well, first of all, it's not your money. It's God's money. Well, I worked hard for it. Well, who gave you the brain and the ability? Amen? You can clap there. Huh? You didn't get smart all by yourself. Right? God made you awesome. So awesome. Awesome. But you have to realize that that when we look at God's word and we see things in in his word and we struggle with it, we struggle to submit to it and we struggle to obey it. It's not because of doubt. It's because of unbelief. It's because we're refusing to see things God's way. So we go like the fool. We see danger and we keep on going, even though we should have seen it God's way. Perception. Your perspective is powerful. And many, many uh, problems people have today when it comes to money, relationships, identity, all the, the, the emotions that people deal with. Those are all things that God has a perspective about in his word. God has a perspective just about everything in this world. God, God's word covers it. But if you don't get into God's word, you'll never understand his perspective. It's not enough for you to come to church, folks. You've got to get into your word. You need to renew your mind and get another point of view in your life. Having the point of view from God once, one Sunday a week for about an hour. And some of you check out in 20 minutes or, or less that, that alone is not enough because our perspective is being bombarded all the time. We're getting hit all the time from different views and different ways of thinking. Your perspective has to be preloaded with God's word. You can't prosper without the right perspective. And Satan knows this. So what Satan will do is he will attack your faith. He will attack your perspective because if you don't see things God's way then you can't be in agreement with God if you can't be in agreement with God then you cannot be blessed one of the things that I was looking at earlier this week was that when when Satan tempted Adam and Eve the only thing that he had to do was change their perspective all Satan had to do look in Genesis chapter 3 verse 3 Now the snake was more able to to fool other animals animals than any animal of the field which the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, this is Satan talking, Did God say that you should not eat from any tree in the garden? Verse 2, Then the woman said to the snake, We may eat fruit of the tree of the garden, but the tree from which is in the center of the garden, God has said, Do not eat it or touch it or you will what? Die. So she knows the word, right? She has the perspective of God. Verse four, the snake said to the woman, no, you you for sure will not die. Verse five, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and bad. Verse six, the woman saw that the tree was good for food. And it was pleasing to the eyes. So, so notice this. At first she says, if I touch the fruit, what, what's going to happen? I'm going to what? I'm going to die. So the perspective before of the tree, the way she saw the tree was death. If I eat the fruit. But now she's looking at the tree and it's desirable to her. Why? Because she took on a different perspective. Satan said, you're not going to die. And she, she receives another word for her life. Do you realize that when you receive another word in your life other than what God says, you're going to agree to things that you never thought you would agree to? You're The things that you used to see as, as something that was, was wrong for you, now you, it looks like it's the right choice. It looks like it's the right idea. Why? Because you've submitted in. you submitted to another perspective. So as she began to take on another perspective, her desires changed. Some of you are wondering today, you know, you, you feel like you're in a slump. You're like, man, why, why am I struggling right now in my relationship with God? I used to be excited. I used to be, I, I used to be excited to, to come to God's house. I used to worship. I used to get into my word. But, but why am I desiring other things? Well, who have you been listening to? What, what, is your, what perspective are you taking on in your life? Because if you're not taking on God's perspective and you submit to, to another one, your desires will change. So as a result of falling into sin, when they fell, so did their perspective. The Bible says that their eyes were what? Opened. So as their eyes were opened, what, what happened? They were still made in the image of God. They were still the same people. What was different, though, was how they saw things now. Everything about their life now was turned and flipped upside down. That was a fallen perspective. You know what happened? Is that sin changed the way they saw things. And they lost their heavenly pr- perspective. You know, all Adam and Eve knew before was the perspective of heaven. So they didn't understand. They didn't have anger, they weren't dealing with insecurity. They weren't looking in the mirror and thinking, oh, do I look good today? They weren't dealing with any of those things. They weren't thinking about jealousy. They weren't thinking about envy. They didn't didn't carry guilt. They didn't carry shame. They weren't carrying around their past. Why? Because that that was not the perspective of heaven. Those are not things that they dealt with in their life. Why? Because God didn't design them to carry those things. Just like God hasn't designed you. To walk around in defeat or to walk around in anger. To walk around in, in, in fear or worry. To walk around feeling less than you really are. God didn't design you. God didn't design you with that point of view in your life. That All of that is the result of a fallen perspective. All of that is the result of sin. And sin will always distort your perspective. Sin, sin will always distort what things are, are, are really like in the kingdom of God. And after they sinned. Think there's there's three things that happen is they realize they were naked. So now they're carrying shame. They covered themselves with fig trees. And they hid from God. So their fallen perspective affected how they saw God, how they saw themselves, and saw how they saw each other. You know what a fallen perspective will do in your life? It will cause you to look at things less than what they really should be. And we've got a lot of people that are in the church. They're, they're like the children of Israel in the sense they're out of bondage, but yet they're still out of perspective with God. we got people that are still carrying around the fallen perspective of Adam and Eve. Every problem today in the world is the result of a fallen perspective. How we see God, how we see ourselves, and how we see other people. And if those things were in alignment with heaven's point of view, the things that people would do in this world would totally change. You would live at a different level if you had heaven's viewpoint over your life. You would have you would have so much more faith if you would look at things without a fallen perspective. But it's the fallen perspective that causes us to hide from God, to live in shame, to look at each other and and to judge or to look at each other and to feel insecurity. All those things are the result of a fallen perspective. You were never meant to carry those things. Isaiah 55 says for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways what higher than yours and my thoughts than yours. Any perspective that does not line up with God's is a lower perspective. Any perspective that you're carrying carrying around right now in your life, if it doesn't line up with what God is saying, then you're carrying around a fallen perspective like Adam and Eve. And you can be out of bondage and you can be saved and you can be delivered and you can be walking around in church every Sunday but still out of perspective with God. Fear is not the perspective of heaven. Worry is not the perspective of heaven. Insecurity is not the perspective of heaven. Defeat is not the perspective of heaven. Guilt is not the perspective of heaven. None of those things are the perspective of heaven. And you realize that when they lost their perspective, I'm going to close up here, they lost their position. Because when they lost God's point of view, They also lost the garden. They also lost their dominion. Some of you are losing right now in your life. And you know why? You're not losing because you have to lose. You're losing because of the point of view that you're going through in life. Where in life are you losing right now? Where, where, what battles in your life should you be winning? But you're losing. It all has to do with what you see. It all has to do. It's all a matter of perspective. And God looks in your life and he looks at your situations. And he says one thing, but you say another. Same situation, different perspective. Same situation, but different outlook. And you cannot change your outlook, folks, until you change. You cannot change your outcomes until you change your outlook. There are some things that will never change until the outlook, until the perspective, the old perspective dies. Adam and Eve lost their perspective because they believed a lie. Some people here, you're believing a lie today. You're believing lies about your family. You're believing lies about your marriage, about your children, about your destiny. You're believing lies about your purpose. You're believing lies about your past. You're you're losing perspective because you're listening to another voice. And you're looking at something and you're looking at it from the perspective of the world. But not the perspective of heaven. Some of you have a promise in your life and you know that God has more for you. You, you know, it's, it's on the inside. You, you can feel it at times that God has so much more for you. You know it, you, you know it, but yet you look at the giants in your life. You look at the opposition. You look at the problem and say, you know what? I, I need a different situation. You don't need a different situation. You need a new perspective. You need to start seeing things from a different level. And today, I see some folks in this room today, you, you've lost, you've lost some of the things that you used to see. You've lost it. You've given up your perspective because of the way things looked. And instead of pursuing the promise, you say, you know what? Maybe that's just not for me anymore. Don't allow your past. Israel was, their perspective was a result of their many years of slavery. They had been so bound in slavery for so long that slavery became their perspective. That confinement and never feeling like they could achieve, like never having victory was their mentality. And you'd be surprised of how many believers live with a limited perspective. And it shows by the choices that you make because the way that you respond to problems reveals your perspective. The way that you talk reveals your perspective. The things that you try to achieve reveals what you really see. God is saying today, I want you to start seeing things from my point of view. Look at Colossians 3.2. I'm going to finish here. It says, Think about the things of what? Of heaven. Not the things of earth. Think of the things of heaven. Now keep in mind, every battle you have going on in your life right now, every opposition, every giant in your life, every issue, every thing, every broken dream, every broken promise in your life, every disappointment, think of the things of heaven. It's not, it's not talking about think about going to heaven to escape your issues. It's, it's about thinking like heaven. It's looking at your situation and not thinking from a fallen perspective. But thinking like someone that's a son and a daughter of God. Thinking like somebody that is on le- another level. Thinking with God's point of view. God's point of view. God's perspective. And God's perspective for your life is not defeat. It's not brokenness. It's life. Stand with me. We're going to end today. Some of you are are sitting on the sidelines of life because of your perspective. Perspective. It's amazing that out of all the armies of Israel, the only one that had the perspective to take on a giant was a boy. While the rest of the army of Israel sat on the sidelines waiting for the situation to change. But it was a boy that had the perspective of heaven that beat the giant and he became a king. God wants to to make you a king and a queen in this life. But you can't do it as long as you look at your life and have a low perspective. You've got to have heaven's perspective. You've got to think like heaven. You've got to think the way God thinks. You've got to have His point of view. I think one of the greatest things that gives me perspective is worship. So we're just going to worship for a moment and then we're going to pray. But I want you just to look at things for a moment from god's point of view and as you look at things from god's point of view all of those battles that you're facing right now they are small in comparison to him so let's just lift up our eyes we're just going to begin to worship god we just thank you thank you for downloading this message for more information on our church visit us at cwcbayarea.com you can also follow us on facebook at facebook.com 4 slash CWC Bay Area